What's up, y'all? It's Friday, man. Y'all, come on in. I, I don't even know what's going to happen today, but we just going to let God have his way. When I tell you, hey, he, he's Friday, I'm your host, Joseph King Cannon. Along with Maisha King Cannon. Amen, amen. First and foremost, we want to go on right into this and give our Lord and Saviors a, a special thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For allowing us to be here on this Friday. Amen. Good amen. God. Amen. He's an awesome one. Amen. So we're going to jump right into this current event. So I'm... Wondering how many people have heard this. There is a huge crack in the continent of Africa. For real. When I was um, looking on my phone, you know how you just flip through social media and this news article came up stating a big crack was in East Africa. I thought it was one of those, you know, fake news things. So I really... Um, did a little further research and found it on CNN. There's a crack in the continent of Africa, East Africa. This is for real. Mm. It says it spans over 3,000 kilometers, so I converted that, and that's over 1,800 miles long, for real. They said eventually... The ocean is going to seep into that crack where Ethiopia, Somalia, and they said the Horn of Africa will be separated into like a major island. Mm. I kid you not. Things are happening right before our eyes. And sometimes we just don't pay attention. And then... Everything is not reported on the local news channel or the national news. A lot of times it's not. Oh, no, they're going to keep that to a secret. But I tell you this, I learned in college that if, you know, they want to um, present information to the public as to say later on, why didn't y'all inform us? Why didn't you tell us? But I will tell you when they will seep it out. It is normally on Fridays in the evening time. Real quick, you know how they got the 4 o'clock news, 5 o'clock news, mm -hmm. 6 o'clock news. They'll put it on one of those real quick to say they did announce the news, but it will be something real fast. I learned that in college. Just so, to say, just to say, oh, we did put it out yeah, there. Yeah, we put it out there, but nobody sees it. If you're on during a Friday evening, everybody is everywhere trying busy. to get off from they work. They know it's a busy day. You no, know, they trying to go to the movies, trying to get something to eat. Trying so, to go home. Trying to go home, trying to get something done because it's the end of the work week. Just like us. We was trying to hurry to get here to do this podcast. <laughs> Today. <laughs> so, with that being said, you know... The last time something like this took place was millions and millions of years ago when, and I know you may have heard of it, and some people say it's conspiracy, but it's actually true, when the continents were actually one big piece of land. And so water came in and did the separation. So now you have, you know, the continent separated. But if you look at the, a map, South America and the West Coast of Africa, if you put them together like on a puzzle, you cut the, you know, just get a paper map, cut the water out, it actually um, will come together like a puzzle, meaning mm. they broke away. So just like it is breaking away now, there will be a separate Africa. Look it up. It's for real. Wow, that's something there. That lets y'all know it's only one God. One God. And he is amazing. And he is for real. Things are happening right before our eyes. New things. 
And and that's uh, and thank thanks for that current event. And that's something that went right along with one God. I had wrote this down just because, uh, and then just came up with scriptures. And I I came up with something too. I had posted. I said, "Do you want to hear an ultimate truth?" And it's so funny. She said what she said. You cannot make someone see clarity when they find comfort within their fog. So when you're stuck in your mess and people's, you know, coming and trying to help make a difference or they see that, okay, you didn't fell off, but you feel like you're comfortable because why? You don't want to see nothing. Your veil is the fog that you, you're good and where you at. And you don't want to change because you didn't been around some type of situation that's saying, well, I'm good. I'm content in this. And that's the wrong place to be content in when you see nothing wrong with self. And so when it's one, when I say one God, it goes to Ephesians four, four through six. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling one lord one faith one baptism one god and father of all who is above all and through all and guess what in you all so it ain't no excuse of why you can't change when god is already in us and he's created all through all it's only one god and just because that you may not feel like some people will say there's no God. Uh, the Bible is just a book. But just because you believe that doesn't mean that it's not so. It doesn't mean it, the Bible even says only a fool will say there's no God. There is a God. There is one God, one powerful and mighty God. And it adds up to this next verse. See how everything plays this part? Ezekiel 13, 22 through 23 says, Because with lies ye have made the heart of the righteous sad, whom I have not made sad, and strengthened the hands of the wicked. Because now you caught up in your own fog. You're spreading that on up to other folk. And now they fog is blinding them. Because they want to change but can't. Because they feel like it's okay. Because you you made them feel like it's okay. Mm-hmm. So it says strengthen the hands of the wicked. That he should not return from his wicked way. By promising him life. Basically saying that this is good. You good. You ain't got to worry about nothing. But guess what? 23 says, therefore, ye shall see no more vanity, nor divine divinations, for I will deliver my people out of your hand, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. He ain't going to let you stay there long. John 14 and 18 says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. That's a warrant for your arrest to come up out of that fog. Guess what? It's only one God. And guess what else? Word 100. Just get one word. If it's just one word. Like it's it's been something I've been, you know, talking to a lot of people on the job. They, you know, different things going on, trying to keep them encouraged. And, you know, like I told them, I said, I had to practice what I was preaching. I can't sit up here and tell you to do something and I'm still doing it. That means why? I was stuck in my own fog, right? Thinking I didn't need change because I'm up here trying to point out the moat in that person's eye and I got a beam in my eye. That's right. That's good. You know, so it's like, I, I like, what was that song by the Williams brother? You got to clean up what he messed up or, or sweep on your front porch before you come sweeping on mine. I got to make sure what I'm learning and still learning is lining up with what I'm telling you. Because I can't sit yeah, with the Canton spirituals. I can't sit up there and tell you something. And then, I, I mean, that's that's me going in circles. Why? I'm caught up in my own fog. Like I tell folks, I can't listen to somebody that ain't been through nothing or experienced anything. 
So if I'm telling you something, that means I have some type of knowledge or experience and I'm still learning. Not saying I know so much to the point where I can't listen to you and hear you out on what's going on. So that's why in Ezekiel 18, 31 to 32, it says, cast away from all from you all your transgressions whereby ye transgressed and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will ye die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves and live ye. Why be a walking dead down here being blinded to my own stuff? Thinking I'm hearing God and I ain't hearing nothing. Guess what that is? My own conscience telling me I'm doing right. Why? Because I'm stuck in my own fog. I can't see clarity. Because now I didn't let somebody come in, mess me up, have my mind on something else, not believing there is only one God. Because I'm letting my evil feel good and my good feel evil. Now I'm caught up in my own lust. He said, cast away from you all your transgressions. He says in the book of Jeremiah 3, 14 and 15, Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you. It's no it's no disconnection from he it's 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 sad. Like I told one of the guys today, it's sad that we can sit up here, fuss about who we upset about, and I'm I come victim to it sometimes because it's an agitation, but not knowing I have to forgive eventually. I have to let go of that because I told him, I said, what if God did us the way we do in that person? I said, you know what's so cold? He'll love you and you don't even love him, but he still love you though. That's cold blooded. Mm -hmm. He loved me and I don't even love this man. Don't even want this man, but he still love me. That's something to think about. He said, I am married unto you and I will take you one of a city and two of a family and I will bring you to Zion. I'm, he's coming to. He's saying, I got you. It's only one God. And I will give you pastors according to my heart which shall feed you with the knowledge and understanding. He will give you what you need if you wait on him and endure it. Like you said in, uh, what is it? First Peter 4, 12 through 13. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If you fall or feel like you didn't got lost, you can pick yourself back up again. Don't worry about it because Psalms 94 and 17 through 18 says, unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence. When I said my foot slippeth, thy mercy, O Lord, help me up. You don't have to worry about a thing. He's married unto us. You can always, and I say this all the time to different people, and I tell myself as well, whenever you feel like you've gotten to a point where things have snowballed on you, like you feel so stressed, like, like the world is caving in around you. You can take a second. You can take a day. You can take an hour. You can take a few minutes to stop what you're doing. Make it an intelligent decision just to say, you know what? I cannot change what has happened. I can't change the past, but I can make an effort to change how I think about it and how I will move forward from this point. And you can reinvent yourself at any time of the day, 
the week, the hour that you desire to. But it's not really that you're reinventing yourself. You're taking the moment to say, God, I cannot do this on my own. I need your help. So it's like you're you're inviting a reinvention of yourself. But you can't do it by yourself. If you sit back and allow him to take over, he will make your pathway clear and easier than any time you can ever do. And this is straight from experience. Things that I have to do daily or weekly that we both do. When you take a moment, take that mature moment to say, you know what? I can't do this on my own. He'll yoke with you. That's all he do is he's waiting for you to just say, just be honest. Like, God, look, I, I, I'm tired. I, I don't want to help me not to go back to my old ways that I just left out of. Like he says in Jeremiah 525 through 29. Your iniquities have turned away these things. And your sins have withholding good things from you. It's not me. It ain't that person. It ain't that person. Take responsibility of me. Look at self. Say self. What what, what do I need to do? Sometimes we just got to sit back and be quiet. Let him talk. Tell him what you need. Tell, say, repeat Romans 12 and 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind daily. You can't just do it one day and think you're on the mountaintop and then next minute, I, I got it all together. No. Like the Bible say, don't think on tomorrow because tomorrow is not prim- promised. What is your life? It's as a vapor here today and gone in the next second. He said, he said, you got to think about this. You can't worry about tomorrow, which ain't promised, because you got to fight today's devils. Tomorrow's devils might be even greater than what today is, but you worrying about the future. You can't even fix today. What's your life like? We got one God who's above all. He says, for among my people are found wicked men. Guess what they do? They lay wait. As he that set of snares. You know what snares are? Those are traps. They set a trap. They catch men. Like he says in verse 27, as a cage is full of birds. So are their houses full of deceit therefore they are become great and wax waxing rich they are waxing fat they shine yeah they overpass the deeds of the wicked they judge not the cause the cause of the fatherless yet they prosper And the right of the needy, do they not judge? 29, here's, here's a key verse. Shall I not visit for these things, saith the Lord? Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? He already said he wasn't going to mess this world up again after he... He said it in the book of Genesis when he had sent that flood. He was mad because he seen what he created. He was it hurt him so bad to see how lust fulfilled and they weren't even worshiping him. He was like, these are my children. He caused that flood to wipe it off to start over again. But he said, I won't do it again. But I'm going to tell you what he does. He, he, he's been moving in a mighty way. These are, the, but you're gonna have a chance. You're gonna have a chance, but you gotta make sure you're ready. He said, "Be ye ready at all times." You never know when your number's gonna be called. That's why it pays to get it right right now with whoever it is—your wife, your husband, your 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 
your family members, your kids, whatever. I mean, you don't have to beg them. You don't have to do none of that. You get your, you make sure you made your plea right and known that God seen it was sincere. Because I'm going to tell you right here, you don't have to look like, man, I'm, I'm going this way. I, I don't know which way to go. I, I'm trying to follow this person, but this person keep flipping in and out, this and that. Okay, well, check this out. Jeremiah 10, 23 through 24 says, oh, Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man that walketh to direct his steps. 24. Oh Lord, correct me, but with judgment, not in thine anger, lest thou bring me to nothing. Get me now, so I won't have to pay later. It's only one God. Don't make Facebook your God. Don't make television your God. Don't make your job your God. They can't save you. We're not married to that. That's tangible stuff for here right now. Yeah, and I'm not saying as long as you're doing it right. But your main focus, like I ministered on Youth Day, guard your focus. Keep your focus guard. Don't you love yourself? Don't you love people connected to you? Guard your focus. You never know when that day you could be mad right now going through something in your mind right now. And next thing you know, your number called. But did you get it right? That's good. Because we never know when our number will be called. And I'm not wishing and staying yeah. on that. But yeah. it's but the point of I'm persuading you get it right with God before anything else. Anything can happen at any time because. Living day by day, we get complacent. We get content in thinking, you know, nothing's going to change. Everything's going to always be the same. But you never know what can happen from one minute to the next. And I thank God for conviction whenever Maisha is out of line. Or it could be something simple. It could be just a thought. Or it could be something that, you know, something happened so fast and you may not react properly. But I thank God for conviction. I'm like, oh, God, please forgive me for that, for that thought. I, You know, I really don't want to do that. I want to be better than that. And so, because we don't always get it right. But the whole point of it is to have it in your mind that, yes, you know, anything can happen at any minute. And there is a place that I want to go. I want to be heavenly mindset, mind, have a heavenly mindset. I want to think of, that's where I, the true ambition should be, is to be with God in heaven. And it used to be a while ago, people thought like that. They actually did, you know. But as time has, you know, gone by, you know, that's not something that people think about all the time. That's not their point of focus. But anything can happen at any time. And if you need anything to follow, do like they did in the book of Hebrew, Hebrews 11 and 30, when they uh, marched around that wall, what they did by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. Sometimes it takes you to go through things, but with God, you coming out. You got to have faith that whatever that wall is around your mind, around that situation is going to come down. If you speak it, you got to will it and know it. Like he said, you if anything you come to me and pray for, believe it, you shall receive it. Like he says in Hebrews 12 and 14, this is how you even first start. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. So you got to take those hidden iniquities out, hidden agendas. If you got any of that in there, he's going to he's not going to hear you. That's why it's like, God, just be, you, you be honest with him. God, take this away from me. Free my mind. I need peace. Sometimes he ain't got to put you all the way in chaos, but he'll put you somewhere that'll shake you up for it to fall down. Just like I said, it's seven days. 
you don't know if that was on the job somewhere or in the street or you trying to help people and he using that to get your attention to pray for him because he got to get his glory some type of way and in seven days one God he said Proverbs 20 and 27 he says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly 24 man's goings are of the Lord how can a man then understand his own way you can't figure out you oh I'm gonna do this I'm a, man you can say that and then you catch yourself doing something different right because why we don't know what we should ought to pray or do. So when we moan and groan, God's hearing all that. That's why he'll get you. Sometimes you'll find yourself going in a direction. You don't even know why you went. But it's a learning lesson. One God. One God. Like you said, this is what you pray. Psalms 30 and 10. Hear, O Lord. And have mercy upon me. Lord, be thou my helper. He will come to you. If he say, if you come to me and ask, ye believe, you shall receive it. You ask him for help, right? He going to give it to you. Like it says in Psalm, I mean, Matthew eleven fifteen, He that have ears to hear, let him hear. James 1, 19 through 20. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Be mindful and cautious of what you do. Be very mindful and cautious of what you do because you don't want you don't want God not to help and, and prolong your blessing because we be in the way. Mm-hmm. We be too much. It's too. Uh, ask God, say, God, I need you because it's too much of us in the way. I like how when we had service on Wednesday night, when the praise team was up and it was such a true worship going on, you know, it shifted at the beginning. And so when we all we all when those that were worshiping in trueness that allowed God to flow with liberty and I'm just saying for my my experience I came in with an expectation and it was confirmed with him moving because prior to coming to the service it's like he was preparing me and so while we were in there, it was such a beauty. It was such a peace. His presence made way for healing and deliverance because we came open. That's it. When you come willing and with a desire to want something, that's when he come in. And so it wasn't such a um, like a hindrance. Or anything, you know, because it was just a, a pure flow of his presence. It was a pure flow of his presence. That's something. That's real something. That's something. But like he says in the book of Jude, chapter 1, 24 through 25. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and ever. Amen. When you allow his presence to come and overtake you, that's when he will take you. You have to come with a yes. Come with your hands up. Like like you'll lift your hands for the police. 
that's what I don't get. He's one God. (laughs) 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 He created Jeremiah 32 and 27. I am God of all flesh. All flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? You'd be scared to throw your hands down to a police officer, but he the one that made the police officer. I'm not saying disobey the laws of the land, because he said that obey the laws and people who have rule over you. You ain't got to say nothing if it ain't right. Just pray and let him deal with it. Pray and let him deal with it. I'm telling you, it's, it's nobody but one God. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yeah, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth. And shall not delight themselves and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plotteth against the just and gnash upon him with his teeth. But guess what? The Lord shall laugh at him for he seeth that his day is coming. I like how you read that. The wicked have drawn down out the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy and to say slay such as be of upright conversation. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. There's only one God. One God. And he shall deliver us out of them all. Anything. Is there anything too hard for God? No. No. Is there anything impossible for God? No. Mm-mm. You know, I had this revelation about how, you know, and I'm going back to Wednesday night, how God swept through that place like he did. And see, God has placed us in situations situations to see what we're going to do. Are we going to be dedicated? Are we going to be faithful? Are we going to be consistent and persistent in serving him being diligent with seeking him he wants to he stepped back you know and I want you know I can envision him like stepping back and like crossing his arms to say now what you gonna do next when you don't see me moving like you want me to move I'm gonna see if you're gonna do what you prayed to me and said that you was you wanted to do I'm gonna prove you I'm gonna prove you to you and it's like I'm going to show you how honest you are with yourself. Oh, my God. Honest, the impureness. He's stepping back, or he will step back in situations to see just what you're going to do. Are you going to make a fool out of yourself? Or are you going to sit back and just trust me? You said you wanted to stop something. You said you wanted more of me. You said you wanted to change. Didn't I tell you don't look at the situation just give me thanks. He's, he said my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
I heard God tell me um, through a couple of things that, um, and I'm just going to be honest, we were enduring in our marriage at one point. And I heard God say one day, and I wrote it down on a sticky note and put it on, um, on my desk. And he said, trust me, trust me with him. And so, you know, he'll, you know, take you through one thing, let you see the lesson in it. Then you go to the next. I told you guys before that God took us through like an accelerated course in the beginning of our marriage to get us to a certain place quickly. So we had to learn some things. We had to learn each other. And so I kept hearing God say, and I still hear it in different things that come up. And not per se just with my husband, just with anything. Trust me, trust me with it. And it's all about, number one, truly having belief in him. And not being, you know, going back and forth or being, you know, waving like the sea. Are you going to really just believe and trust? And I'm telling you, no doubt, no lie. How they say no cap. <laughs> When you, my husband shaking his head at me. So when you really sit back and you believe for real and trust for real. See, people that be out here manipulating and lying and scheming and dipping and, and slipping all this stuff right here. They don't think people can really see them. Mm -mm. They don't. They don't think just because you may not say anything don't mean that you can't see and they keep going on and on and they weigh and they think nobody can really see them. Always making all these promises, what you're going to do for God and all this. And then you wonder why the trial get even greater and greater because you lied. Because you're lying. And then it takes you to the place where you want just attention. That's it. And oh, then, oh, he going to give you the attention. Oh, all he right. going to give it to you. He going to sit you down. He going to shut you up. But then... You getting so further and further away from him. Falling in your own lust, not his lust. He, he don't have lust. You get further further away, and then now you want to be spiritual today mm -mm. at 3 o'clock. But then at 5 o'clock. You doing all that. And you act like, people act like we can't see. Now, disclaimer, we're not perfect. We're not perfect, but we know what we came out of. And That's it wasn't right. it wasn't necessarily no faking and dipping and dodging. It was finding like, hold up, man, like I was doing it this way this whole time, but all I had to do was just mm -hmm. wait on him. Yeah. And like I said, it could be anything. Anything. It could be I ain't small, we went and big, let's you know. just put the disclaimer back out. We ain't knocking nobody down. Mm -hmm. We ain't saying that our salvation is more greater than yours, no. this and that. I know where my walk is with him mm -hmm. and I know what I how I stand before him but I don't need nobody to validate it just like we're not trying to validate you and your situations we're just showing you how we came to ourselves to keep it real with God and see I said that because I want people to really think about it people can see you that are spiritually discerned exactly don't get mad because we don't want to talk about certain things or hear say certain things. That's that's because like the Bible says, it says you can't talk to a fool because they'll switch your whole words up and, and, and be mad at you because you telling them the truth because they don't want to hear the truth. And see, that's why you got to guard yourself because every, you can't speak the truth to everybody because and, and it's it, not going to be received. That's and, why he says keep silent. You know, because a lot of times. Well, recently, uh, I had a phone call, and I'm just sitting there listening. I'm listening. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So, you know, they were trying to go left when they should have just stayed right and, and went straight. And I just call a spade a spade, like, just come on with the truth. Because you're going all around the, the mulberry bush, and I'm seeing what you're doing. Just so, so think about that, how you did that. God doing the same thing. Exactly. You thinking that you, you know, you're not totally being honest or coming forth and you you want to do blame game. 
But then want to see what somebody know. Yeah. Mm-mm. Come on now. Try again. I, I peeped you a long time ago. Okay. But just because I didn't say anything doesn't mean I don't know. Wisdom. And then that comes just for, just like you say, just having some wisdom and moving carefully. You know how Solomon prayed and he was like, God, I just want to know how can I move about your people? Give me your wisdom. Give me your understanding. Because, you know, the wisdom of the world make people think they wise, but it's not spiritual wisdom. It's a difference. And everybody that's saying Jesus, man, come on. Everybody man. says Jesus, Jesus, Lord, Lord, you know, it's not of him. Like um, daddy say all the time, you got to try the spirit, not by the spirit, because people put that in there. It's not try the spirit by the spirit. But you have to, to look. To see if it's of God. That's right. You got to check that spirit out to see if it's of God. Because everything that comes to you is not of God. Everybody that's saying that, you know. You know, Jesus this, Jesus that. Oh, the, oh, God showed me. God told me. No, let's be careful with was that. that. Was that was that your conscience? Yeah, or your flesh. Because there's many voices. There's many voices. And the most deceitful one is your voice. And remember, the devil was an angel. So you think he going to come at you negative? No, yeah. he going to come sweet. Everything that like you want, like you want. Everything that you want, that's how he sneaks up. Like I said, remember I told y'all, you'll never know you've been distracting until he's done distracting you. Now I got you. Then you turn around like one of them uh, rappers said, see y'all stupid, y'all fools, y'all coming with me. Y'all want to sing with me, y'all want to do this with me. Don't worry, y'all will be down there with me. I'll see you. Come on, man, that's how the devil do. I'm going to get you to get to where you like this, and now I'm going to throw it back in your face. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. You have to be careful. Mm -hmm. We need to thank God for covering us until we came to our senses. Mm -hmm. Cover me until I recover, Jesus. Once you mature, you'll realize that silence is more powerful than proving a point. You ain't got to say nothing. Let him do it. Sometimes we can talk ourselves right back into us into a mess that we were trying to get up out of. God had you right there, set it up, but you didn't mess it up. This just hit me right here. A situation, a problem can occur. But when you're not honest with what took place, you want to label it as being something else. And what you're trying to label that thing as being into being could be a stronger demon than what it actually is. When you go back to the basics and just call a spade a spade, then healing and deliverance can come in when you're sincere. But when you want to do the blame game, you want to say it's bigger than what it is to try to hustle your way out of something, it's snowballing on you. I promise you, it will. All we're saying is, go back to the basics. Keep it real. And a lot of people disregard the Ten Commandments. You know, when we were little, that's that was like law. You had to learn the Ten Commandments in church, right? You had to say them. I mean, I know I did. I know you did too. Mm -hmm. So we had, that was instilled in us. And it was another scripture that we had to memorize. Psalm 23rd, the 23rd Psalm. You had to learn that. But think about today's society where people don't value that anymore. They don't think about that anymore. But that's basic information. That's basic knowledge of God. That's the base. The Ten Commandments. The 23rd Psalm. And so when you're lacking that in society now, in this uh, microwave society, it's going to be some more stuff lacking. When you can't go back to the bases and just clean your slate 
Ask God to clean your slate. And you come on the other side of it trying to clean your slate. Fall back to the basics. For real. Because God's word is is simple to get, to understand. Where he he said a fool won't even err. He said a fool is even wise because they keep his mouth closed. That's why you go back to the basics. That's that's it. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Lord, don't forget me. Forgive me. Forgive me. That's it. Just stay focused and guarded in God. That simple. For real. That simple. That could have been me, but God. But God. It's only one God. He's so amazing. He's so amazing. And the things that we get caught up in sometimes, like just dealing with anger. Something can trigger you just to make you upset, but you gotta have sense enough to stop, regroup. And first of all, God help me through this right here. He's all, he just waiting on us to say, oh God, oh God. I remember Apostle McCoy said that. He was like, he just won't, He's going to honor when you say, oh, God, because that's a cry. When you have a parent that really loves their baby and anytime a baby starts crying, what does that parent do? They get up and they run to that baby to see why that baby's crying. That's a loving parent. That's a, a protecting parent. That's it. And God is the same way. When you cry out, oh God, or oh, oh Jesus. That's an extra push. He's immediately there. Because that he cry wanna check on is us. a sign of sincerity. And he's not gonna leave you. The Bible says, when my uh, mother and father, I'm paraphrasing, leaves me, that's when the Lord will lift me up. When my mother and father forsake me, that's when the Lord will lift me up. So that's, I mean, y'all, it's so true. It's so true. But a lot of times, and I've been in a situation where, you know, I want to handle things in flesh right then and there. I wanted to take care of it right then and there. But that's when you're in the most dangerous part of your life, when you feel like you're bigger than God and you want to handle things yourself. You want to handle things yourself. And then you're just digging a deeper hole. A That's deeper it. hole. That's it. But yeah, we, we, we just, if anything that you got out of today, stay connected to God. Mm-hmm. Don't get caught in your own way. Trust in him. He will direct your path. We don't know which way to go. Our steps are ordered from God. Mm-hmm. That's right. Ordered by God. It's easier. Amen. Amen. So we're about to do our closing remarks. Did y'all enjoy that on today? Amen. I, off the cuff. Got it by Jesus. Off the cuff, straight him, straight drop, no chaser. (laughs) 
Thank you guys always for coming and supporting and listening. All of our listeners, thank y'all so much. I mean, it's helping us to know. We see the comments. Mm-hmm. We thank you for the uh, the the ratings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I mean, we're not looking at it, but just to know that somebody's listening. If it's just one word, we thank you. And God gets all the glory. All the glory. And the praise. Without him, it wouldn't be us. It wouldn't be this. Exactly. We can't take the glory from God because we'll be thieves and he don't like no thieves. I want him to use me. Yes. Not abuse him. Exactly. Awesome God. Awesome God. We thank you. And I want to give a big shout out to my big sister, Straight Said, for always tuning in and texting like, y'all, y'all finished yet? Y'all, y'all. <laughs> and Mike, and Mike, and <laughs> my brother, my brother from another mother, we done. Amen. You be able to get it for in the morning. <laughs> we love you guys. Okay, so for our closing remarks, we can't heal the world today, but we can begin with a voice of compassion, a heart of love, an act of kindness. Trust God for the outcome, for he has never called us to walk according to foreknowledge. But to walk by faith, even into the unknowns with total and complete trust in him. Amen. Amen. And we're going to leave out right now. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night. We thank you for this Friday, Lord God. We thank you for encamping your love around us, Lord God. And us being married unto you, Lord God, and being connected to you, Lord God, because you will not let us fall. Because you say you will come to us no matter how far we are, no matter how close we are to that edge, Lord God. But you will keep us. You will guide us, Lord God. You say he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. It's already warranted. Lord God, I love you. We thank you. We love you all together in one same, one unity. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you again. We can't say enough. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And we are out of here. Peace out.